Thursday morning. Um, we've just released the very long <laughs> last week's podcast. Uh, I can't understand why it's that so so long when I was away for the whole weekend, but hey, never mind. So this morning it's uh, there's a stiff breeze, I would call it. Uh, sun is shining though. Last night the moon was absolutely beautiful. Great big orange round ball in the sky. Um, I tried to take a photo, but it doesn't do it any justice. Better just to look at it in in the real life. Um, yeah, so. <clears throat> I've been quite lazy this morning. It's already quarter to nine, and I've, apart from putting the eggs out and feeding the cats, I've not done a lot else. But I think I'm about to have my third cup of coffee, to be honest. Decaf, obviously, always. So I won't be bouncing off the walls later. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to potter today and try and get those plants sorted. Um, and see how far I get with that. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Um, tomorrow. I am not here. We're out early in the morning. Um, we've got a day away again. I'm going to the Malvern, Aut- Malvern Autumn Show. Um, I was supposed to go to the Good Life Show back in, I think it was July, but uh, at Malvern, but it was cancelled, and so they transferred the tickets to the Autumn Show, which is great. I, you know, I don't mind as long as it's to do with growing and you know harvesting, and which it is. I've been before a few years ago. Um, it'd be nice to go out for the day John and I are going and then on Saturday um, I am going over to Samantha's to take over from Luke's parents uh, to look after Mia and the twins Saturday and then overnight into Sunday because they they are going away for a weekend so uh, there won't be a lot uh, lot of blogging done there Um, a lot of podcasting done uh, because I will, I won't be here, so be leaving John in charge again. Poor John. <laughs> Nearly midday. I'm just having a sit down. I've been uh, doing uh, what I said I would do: potting up plants. I've dug up some that are struggling in various places, repositioned them, um, taken some into the greenhouse. I've got some soaking because they're very stressed with with the lack of rain um i'm digging up a load of strawberry plants potting some of them up some of them will go out the front for free because i've got hundreds and hundreds to dig up so um a lot of them will either go into the compost heap or you know if people want them for free they might as well have them a lot some of them the smaller ones i will um pot up and put out for sale next spring anybody who, who likes those all just ready to go in the garden don't have to look after them um a lot of work this year this end of the year to prepare for sort of next year try and get as many plants as i can up and ready to go out for sale because they do quite well on the whole so yeah um sun's in and out it's a little bit breezy my fingernails are filthy dirty there's that robin back again constantly got this robin who's following me around the garden in the past few days so yeah, now I'm just having to sit down and uh, a breather before I carry on with the rest of the day. I'm in the greenhouse again, to be fair. I spent quite a bit of time here today um, potting on um, things that I've dug up, seedlings that are self-set, uh, verbena, um, some grasses, 
another one that I've got that's just got blue flower question mark because I actually don't know what it's called but I need to uh, find out what it's called so I can label it properly um the my meat arrived my meat delivery um was a bit late because Emma had had a problem with one of her cows it's due to calf and it wandered off somewhere and she couldn't find it so she was a bit late delivering her thing, but we had a good old chin wag when she got here, put the world to rights, talked about um, local food producers and, you know, um, things like that. Um, and then I have, after she'd done, I put the meat away, I'd come back out here and done some more potting up. Um, so I've got plenty of, uh, plenty of things I'm putting up, but I have now run out of a bit of compost, so... Um, I just thought I'd tell you that the seeds that I planted last week are starting to come up thick and fast. So the winter lettuce are all sprouting nicely. The purple basil. There's a tiny couple of corn salad ones come up. Um, the dill, one or two of those. No sign of coriander yet. No sign of parsley. No sign of the Californian poppies either. Uh, but the Cerinthi major is all popping up as well. So... Um, just goes to show there's definitely uh, time to get some um, seeds on the go if you want to. I just, I've got, you know, I've got so much, so much stuff to do and so much I can, uh, you know, I could make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of plants out of the plants I've got here to dig up. But uh, it's having the time and the, the energy to do that. But uh, I will do the best that I can with that. It's uh, mid-afternoon, I'm just waiting for somebody who is coming over to pick up some um, free mint. Uh, I've been digging up some mint, I dug up a load of strawberries today, which will go out the front uh, for free. I've got hundreds and hundreds of them to dig up. I potted some up um, and I'll keep some uh, for next year for myself to re-establish a new strawberry patch. This is the one I've got has got out of control totally, so I need to dig a lot of it up. While I was sat here waiting, yesterday I picked um, a few elderberries, quite a uh, sort of half a bucket of elderberries. So I was just sat here um, getting all the berries off, and the easiest way to do that is just comb through it with a fork. And uh, no doubt I shall sit here. Well, I want to make some elderberry syrup. Um, so, and I also... I need to see how much Pontac sauce I've got left. As Pontac sauce is a very useful um, sauce made with elderberries. Uh, technically, you're supposed to leave it seven years to mature, but I don't. I make it and then start using it. And it just like deepens the flavour in soups and stews and stuff like that. It's a good kick of vitamin C for the winter. Um, yeah, so I'll just wait here and sit here for a while. I've got the twins later on this afternoon as well, so... I could do a little bit of rest beforehand, I'm sure. 7.45, uh, it's dark, well, darkish. Um, it's quite a warm evening, it's not too bad. Either that or I'm just very hot. Uh, it's like the job's never ending today. And I suppose that's the problem when the... When it gets dark earlier, you run out of hours to do anything. And uh, for some reason, I just, as soon as it's dark, I feel tired as well. But um, literally uh, just finished and probably haven't even finished because probably other things to do. So um, I had the twins for about an hour and a half. 
Uh, I cook them their tea when they're here and then Samantha takes me a swimming and she comes back and then Mia usually has her tea and uh, they get off then we tidy up from the carnage and then we have our we had our dinner and then uh, there was uh, what do we do after that there was still more to do <laughs> we had our dinner and then I got on I had to sort out a load of um, veg and that to put out the back uh, to put in the shed the stuff that I'd picked um, sorted all that out put that in the shed uh, oh yeah then I um, sorted out the bits and pieces that I picked that I because I'm not going to be here tomorrow I want to put them in the fridge the pieces the bits that I'm going to use like the elderflower I went out and picked some more elderberries for um, somebody who wanted some then it was uh, oh sort out the eggs then it was okay. Shh. Then it was. Um, then I had to go and pick up a plant. Some plants that had been delivered wrongly to next door. By this time it's dark, so John said, "Well, I'll whip you up in the car." Come back, put the plants, undo the plants, give them some water, put them outside the greenhouse because if I don't water them now, uh, they'll get too dry. So um, feed the cats. Uh, got washing up to do still. <laughs> Just. <laughs> It just doesn't end, I tell you. It just doesn't seem to end some days. It's like constantly going on and on and on. Um, but tomorrow I've got the day out, so that'd be nice. That's why really I've had to whiz round and do a lot of the bits that I would normally do in the morning, do them tonight because uh, I'm going to be away early tomorrow. So that'll be nice. It's uh, five o'clock Friday. <clears throat> We've just got back from the Malvern show. Um, it's been really hot all day. <laughs> uh, luckily, I did wear my Factor 50 top and um, slathered myself in Factor 50 cream and put a hat on, but um, I kind of think I'll probably suffer somewhere along the line of that but uh initially it was sort of for the first couple of hours it was not too bad but then the sun just came out relentlessly and then, as i said before in another podcast there's just nowhere uh, in the shade um to go half the time so and certainly no seats in the shade just like hugging the corner of some bits of shade here and there but it was a lovely day and uh, i came back with a pile of plants and bulbs i think i've got a problem uh, you know an addiction a plant addiction at the minute <laughs> oh i haven't got one of them oh i've been looking at one of them for ages and oh i'd like some of them so um got a fair few plants i brought back with us um so that's uh and more work more work for me to do somewhere along the line um it's quite funny we go so when we started out this morning i'm putting it in the sat nav and again john and i are chalk and cheese in this department so john when he goes anywhere in the country he likes to go from a to b via motorway or big road i like to go cross country uh <laughs> so i can see a bit of the countryside and uh so i took him cross country and he's like are you kidding me we're going down these tiny little lanes he said look how many cars come down here there's grass growing in the middle of the road there's not even any 
two cars come down here but anyway we managed to get there and back and we i saw quite a lot of the countryside um so that was all right <laughs> just 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 the arguments like yeah let's we go the motorway no 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 we'll go we'll go direct route cross country much nicer i think so anyway but um yeah we've had a lovely day out and uh that's it really that's all we've done today be go out and uh, enjoy ourselves and John, we just had a cup of tea john's just having a bit of rest and he'll do the chickens and i'll better water some of these plants get them out of the bag water them and uh try and have a plan about where some of these things are gonna go that's all good fun saturday morning half past nine it's misty and a little bit of there's quite a lot of moisture in the air so it seems like it's raining when you're going along in the car but it's uh it's not um we've just been to take the cat to the vet to get her stitches out and get her microchipped and uh so she's come back she's now good to go i've wormed her and fleed her and ticked her and everything else that you do to them and uh yeah so, so she's good she's had some milk and she's good to go now the uh, we had i was dreading getting a, a female cat spade because the last time we did it which was quite a few years back the cat bella was an absolute nightmare um she'd had some kittens here uh and then we went and got a spade and uh she was in a like a dog crate well she escaped from that and managed to rip her stitches a bit so she had to go back to the vet and have them redone um then when they redid them she had some sort of reaction to the to the stitches that they put in somehow and then so then she was on antibiotics um and then um probably not long after probably about a month or so after we had all that done she completely disappeared and we never ever saw her again so <laughs> I was dreading getting a female cat spade, but Jill has been absolutely brilliant. She went in, she had her spay, she came out, she'd never touched her stitches at all. Um, they've, she's been, she's healed beautifully. She's been absolutely fine. So that's brilliant. That's another tick thing off the list. Um, I've got to go over and, well, I am going over to take over from Luke's mum and dad to look after the twins and Mia today while Samantha and that is away for the weekend. But before I do that, I've got to... I'm just having a quick cup of coffee and I've had my breakfast. Uh, I'm going to go and I've got to feed the rabbits, feed the guinea pigs, sort out the quail, feed the tortoises, pack an overnight bag. And John is just getting the quad bike out because he's going to go and move the chicken huts so that we can move the electric fencing for the horses because uh, we we taped that off when we went on holiday so that Shelley could get in and out easily. But now we need to move move it all again because the horses are running out a bit of grass on there and I know what will happen next. They'll try busting through somewhere else. So we'll give them a bit more. We'll last them a few more weeks and before they go on to the big... Uh, standing hay grazing so yeah so in this next hour and a half I mean, I've got quite a bit to pack in before I make my way over there and uh, look after the kids for the day <laughs> it's Monday morning um, and it's a weather change we have a different weather front entirely and uh, <clears throat> yesterday it was uh, sunshine like it has been for the last oh two three weeks i think shush uh two three weeks and uh today this morning we woke up and it's gray and windy and raining we've had quite a lot of rain 
which I am quite happy about because uh, last night I was watering um, stuff outside that was just, you know, keeling over. I mean, we've got vegetables and that growing that should be producing quite good, you know, still still quite well, courgettes and uh, French beans and things. But because it's been so dry, there's no moisture in the ground, they've not really put on a lot of growth. They haven't died off, but they're just not doing a lot. So I'm quite happy about the eggs. I do try not to water anything um, from the mains if possible. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm quite happy. It also, um, the other reason I'm quite happy about the rain is means I can concentrate on other things. Is when it's very sunny and the weather's nice, you do tend to always think I need to be outside, need to be outside. Um, I can still be outside, but I'm gonna, you know, I've got things like the polytunnel to clear. Uh, there's a lot that needs clearing in there. And um, I've got plants I dug up yesterday, because I did do a bit of work yesterday once I came back from looking after the twins. I dug up a load of the um, herbs from the herb beds. Uh, <clears throat> and I put them in buckets of water to keep them going. And I need to pot some of those up for when I relocate those. And uh, yeah, so... I. Um, yeah, I've got greenhouse work to do, so I'm quite happy that the weather is on the change. Um, I don't know how long we got this for, but but as always, it's it, you know it just switches entirely from one thing to the other. We don't have any anything in between, and the wind is really quite strong in here. It's very strong at the minute, and I've got I didn't get the cooking apples off the tree, so I just went around and picked up some of the ones that fall on the floor this morning. I really need to get those those all down but it's very windy very different <clears throat> winter is definitely on its way well john said winter's here but i said hang on hang on we have autumn first there are four seasons we don't just have summer and winter we've got four seasons so and i like autumn autumn is nice it's um you know a time when especially when the clocks change and it, for a lot of people that's quite depressing but it means you know it's, it's you know evenings that where you can relax and instead of thinking I still need to be outside, still need to be outside after you've eaten. So autumn, I like autumn. Autumn, one of my favourite, favourite uh, seasons of the year. So yeah, I, uh, as I said last night, yesterday afternoon when I came home, I did um, dig up a load of herbs and put them in the bucket. And I also dug up um, potatoes. Well, I say dug up. These are the ones that I had experimenting in the straw beds, which was, uh, which I saw, which is, uh, you know, an easy way to grow potatoes and I uh, never tried it before and I tried it and I thought well this is never going to work um but I did it did uh, I mean I wouldn't say I had a massive amount of potatoes not as many as if you grew them in the ground but they they were all there under the straw quite a few quite some quite big they were easy to harvest they were fairly clean when they came out you know and uh, the only problem I did have was the mice had been starting to eat one or two of them but apart from that actually i was quite impressed with uh how how, how it worked um and definitely easier than digging the ground and double digging for spuds and earthing up and everything else so i definitely might try that one again and also the straw is a very cheap commodity so uh, at the minute <laughs> um, there's no shortage of straw uh, so you could you know it's a, a cheap and easy way rather than um back breaking and hard work so i would definitely do that again um yeah, so that's been quite successful. Wind, wind is very strong. So yeah, that's so far. It's still early Monday morning. I've got the washing on, cleaned a bit of the bathroom, 
um, and I'm quite glad it's not going to be hot and sunny today because it does mean I can focus on other jobs that need doing that I haven't got done for ages. I'm just in the kitchen at the minute. Um, I did plan to go outside and start getting some bits done, but um, I've got some washing on and uh, then I, I had promised John that we could have a roast dinner today. So um, in the, like the fact that we had our uh, meat delivered from Emma um, last week. So I, I promised him that I would do a roast today because I haven't had time, didn't have time to do one over the weekend. Uh, and I said to him, he can have apple pie as well because I've got all these apples that I do something with. However, when I went into the cupboard, I have no flour left, no plain flour at all. So um, I've cooked down the apples. I've um, chopped up all the apples I had because I don't want them to go to waste. Uh, some of them have vacuum packed and gone into the freezer and I've cooked down a big pan of apples here. Uh, so you'll have to have apple crumble and I obviously I've got the mix that I made the other week but um, in light of the fact that I've got no flour I've been online and ordered from the local flour mill uh, a flour delivery because I just didn't realise I didn't have any. Um, what I'm also doing and the noise you can hear is uh, I'm cooking, I've cooked off in a tiny amount of water um, the elderberries that I had, the second lot of elderberries I had uh, sat in the, free, the fridge all weekend. I have got some in the freezer, but these were in the fridge and I wanted to get them used up. So I'm trying to make the elderberry uh, syrup. Um, and I've cooked off the berries and they are now, what, what I'm doing is they're in a sieve over the top of a bowl. And I'm using the, the wooden spoon um, because the majority of the liquid just runs straight off initially but there's a lot of liquid left. So I'm using a wooden spoon to kind of mash them through the sieve so I get maximum uh, maximum amount of juice from this because uh, I don't want to waste any of it. And then occasionally I use a, a spoon to scrape off anything underneath so I can keep the rest of it going. Um, in light of all the, <laughs> the panicking, the fuel shortages and... Um, things this weekend, well, there are no shortage of fuel, just panic buying. Um, I've been sort of thinking about uh, how I sort of do things really. And and John said to me, Oh, we better go, we ought to go to the shop and stock up. And I said, No, we don't need to at all, we don't need to stock up on anything. There is nothing, um, that we will, will need that we can't get by without using an alternative form, um, apart from the flour, sort of. So that's why I've ordered it from the mill. Um, so my uh, in my head today, I'm in my uh, lateral thinking kind of mode. So I'm thinking, and I'm already thinking ahead. I'm already thinking up to Christmas because everything we have at Christmas or most things we have at Christmas, I make. Um, so it's all made from fresh, um, from, you know, I make I make the Christmas pudding. I make the mince to go in the mince the mince meat to go in the mince pies. So it's all uh, I make the Christmas cake. So I make it all. So I'm thinking ahead, and I'm thinking, are there going to be shortages of uh, you know dried fruit and everything? And if there is, that's still fine because I've got a lot of uh, produce, um, fruit produce that I can either well a lot of it I've either frozen or I can dry. Uh, and I can just rehydrate those <clears throat> and use those 
as an alternative, you know, you don't, isn't what what goes in. You don't have to follow the recipe exactly, you know. And I've done it before in previous years when I've dried a lot of our fruit off, and I just use the dried fruit that I've got. You know, it's not you don't have to follow a certain pattern. So that's what I'm thinking now. I'm thinking, you know, I've vacuum packed apples, and I I can use apple in there. I can use blackberries. I can use you know hazelnuts that I've got in the freezer. I can use all of those things. In fact, I should be using all of those things. I shouldn't have to go out and buy anything different. You know, I shouldn't have to buy walnuts uh, or cherries because it says so. Um, I've got things that I can use as an alternative. And so that's what I'm thinking ahead, thinking, what have I got? Uh, what do I need to prepare? What can I be using? All those sorts of things. Um, the other thing I'm trying to get into the mode of is uh, using any energy that we are using, trying to use it. Um, as best as I can so for instance in our bathroom we have a um, an electric thermostatically controlled towel rail Um, it's one of the oil filled ones which comes on and off you know with a thermostat Uh, in the bathroom keeps the bathroom towels dry but I'm you know the fact that it was raining this morning I'd already put on some washing so I've used some little um, rails to hang the washing uh, over the uh, radiators it's not something I've ever done ever in my life before is hang my washing on the radiators because I don't think it's a very good environment within the house to have um, damp clothes everywhere but and normally obviously we used to have the Rayburn and so that would hang out overnight and dry very quite quickly when the Rayburn was on but I don't have that facility anymore so I am thinking of alternative ways and I'm thinking I figure in my head that the bathroom gets damp anyway so uh, there is an extractor fan if it gets too damp in there. So I'm going to double use that radiator at the minute to, uh, uh, to sort of dry the washing as well. And I'm even thinking I might even, as we progress through the winter, and we will need those radiators on, I will stand the, uh, the clothes areas in there with, with the washing on until it gets closed. And the other thing I also do is because we have... Um, the motion heater and the motion heater clicks on and off during certain times of the day. I then use my immersion heater the old fashioned way and I put my folded almost dry washing in the, in the airing cupboard to finish off. So, yeah, again, using up the uh, maximizing the use of the energy that we're already using. With that in mind, I am cooking a roast tonight and so I want to. Uh, put everything in the oven at the same time if possible so um, the roast will go in and uh, I will also be making the apple crumble that won't go in until uh, later on today and I want to make a loaf of bread and I've got time that because I want that to cook within the heat that's already been generated so I'm not generating it separately these are all things I need these are all new to me because I we normally have the Rayburn going in the winter and that's fine I can just use it as and when but um so this is a new a new thing for me to to work out and try my best to uh to get our energy use as low as I possibly can it won't always work I'm sure but um I will try my hardest to get it done I just uh, <laughs> went to, well, bottled up the uh, elderberry syrup and uh, keep like the little, um, you know, the little, the, the tall square bottles with a plastic lid because that's uh, very easy to sterilise in the 
in the microwave like that that way um so that filled up almost to the top i was very pleased with the amount i got took the funnel out and caught the bottle <laughs> as i was taking the funnel away knocked the bottle over and ended up with was very syrup all over the side um luckily i haven't lost too much of it just the top bit but <laughs> I can imagine the mess that made and now I have a nice purple dishcloth where I've been trying to mop it all up. So uh, life does not always go according to plan. But uh, no, at least I have one bottle of elderberry syrup. But, uh, I need to make a lot more, I think, get me through the winter. <laughs> While I was away at the weekend, um, John was busy taking out the last uh, radiator from the wet system, the wet heating system, and... Um, he's taken that out now and uh, after i finished doing all the bits in the kitchen i thought right i'll sit down and measure up for the radiator that we need and get that on order because before you know it the temperature is going to start to drop and we've got no heating in the living room at all at the minute so i was doing that uh, measuring it up checking it on the on their sort of system to make sure it's going to be the right size and the right wattage and put out the right amount of heat that we need came in the kitchen to do something Oh, put, uh, just put some uh, lunch on. I've just got a pit of bread. I just put it in the thing. And I looked out the window. It's absolutely started to pour down with rain. So I ran out the back and just grabbed in. Actually, I just grabbed the T-shirts in off the line. Um, I left the socks and the pants out there. So I thought, I'm going to get soaking wet by the time I get those in. I've come back in now and the sun's come out again. I was like, oh, just doing my head in. Um... And the other thing I was thinking, I was going to say to you this morning about trying to save electric. Uh, I've just boiled the kettle for a cup of tea. But I do know people, I've heard of people who will boil the kettle in the morning and then they put their hot water into a thermos flask and they use that all the way uh, through the day until, it, uh, until they uh, need to replenish. But um, I was thinking about that sort of thing. I don't think I'm going to go that far just because I don't have to but um, I guess if I had to then I would but uh, it was something I thought about I thought, well I was just making a cup of tea now I thought, that's a, quite extreme but uh, who knows maybe I'll get that extreme at some point this afternoon um, after I'd lunch and dived in and out and got the washing in and out etc etc I went into the greenhouse and uh, potted up um, a lot of the well, all of, most of the herbs that I dug up uh, Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> so I dug up a load of uh, um, oregano and the fennel, the big fennel. I've still got bronze fennel to dig up and uh, some manada as well. Um, so I dug up those and I left them in a bucket of water and they uh, I've potted those up today, various sizes and pots uh, um, I'll decide what I want to keep when I move it all and then the rest will all go out for sale um, there was a couple of other bits in there as well that I did while I was out there all of the seedlings are now coming up except for the California poppies they're still not um, broken the surface yet I have uh, yes, uh, yesterday afternoon I also dug up all the potatoes and I left them out there uh, on the bench to cure and um, along with a couple of uh, butternut squash I picked up the other week um, 
and then it rained overnight so they got wet so then I thought well I'll leave them out there again today so I left them out there again today to dry off and then it rained midday uh so they're still out there curing at the minute I need to get them cured dried and cured and in out of the sunlight as, as soon as I can so as soon as they are dry I'll get them in I at the minute it's five to five I've got the roast beef on so today's dinner is all um home produced uh either by me or other smallholders so we've got we'll have roast beef and then all the veg uh is our veg so that's nice and then we've got an apple crumble like I said and I've also made two loaves of bread which are currently proving on the side here um yeah, so it's, uh, and what else have I done? But various bits and pieces. So, to really, today, give you an idea that uh, today I'm a bit of jack of all trades. So I have to get a bit of this done and a bit of that done. Um, and that's how the day goes. Uh, I doubt I'll get much else done outside. I've got a nagging feeling in my head that I've, there's something I've missed, but I, for the life of me, I can't, don't know what it is. It's one of those days. I mean, I had the, the elder, elderflower elderberry sauce knocked over the rain the washing got wet the potatoes are wet and then also i had a notification that a job that john has just done um and got paid for the he got he brought a check home last week we deposited it through the post office it's bounced <laughs> so I'm like, but we know the people we know they're good for it so and they don't know what's happened and we don't know what's happened to be fair i said to john i didn't check I didn't look the check over, so I don't know if the date was wrong, if there was no signature, if somebody forgot to sign it, or I don't know. They're not sure what's happened their end. I don't know what's happened at our end, but it's just like, oh, for goodness sake, it's one of those days where if it's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong. But uh, never mind. Tomorrow is another day entirely. It's Tuesday, uh, half past two. I've just stopped to make a cup of tea and it's raining. Uh, I haven't been raining all day and I've been quite busy. I wanted to, there was a particular thing I wanted to get done today, but in order to do something I wanted to do, I thought I'd better do all the things that I had to do first. So, um, sat and paid a load of bills, uh, went out and fed the guinea pigs and all that kind of thing. All the usual jobs before, um, and sorted out the washing and things like that before I went out the front and uh, we got uh, some uh, some kennels when we first came here we've we managed to end up with four dogs and um, not a lot of space indoors so we built some outdoor kennels and uh, two of the dogs the huskies we had there they stayed outside one of them turned out to be the most amazing guard dog so that was good but they've long since died and the kennels are kind of falling into disrepair really and we were going to take them down and John was going to build an arbour for the roses to grow up and I said actually I didn't say but it has taken such a long time I just started putting pots there and letting things grow up it and now it looks really nice it's got a hop growing up there and a the wisteria is growing up there and there's a climbing rose so I said to John the other day uh, I'll just leave it and I will just grow things over it and until it sort of can't bear the weight anymore and collapses it you know that'll last a few years so no point taking it down to put something similar back up so in front of it um where the door the doors were originally well still are they don't get used anymore i wanted to put a load of um pots and 
also uh, so everything I've used there is what I've already had and I also had a big wooden um, box that my brother uh, had had at his place and when we went over there he was getting rid of it and um, I said oh I'll have it so I've got this great big box so um, I've planted that up so I've planted that up with a hydrangea that I bought because I wanted to be able to have hyd dried hydrangea heads um, for the winter. So I bought this hydrangea. It's not very big at the minute. Looks a bit lost in the box at the moment, to be fair. But once it fills it out, it'll look lovely. And I, and I grew some um, jasmine from a cutting, which has now got uh, quite big. So that's gone in there. And all the other things are just pots of stuff that I, or pots of plants that I already had, you know, around the place. So I've just either potted them on a little bit bigger or... Uh, you know potted the metal planted it up with something else so it's looking quite good now i'm quite pleased with myself i moved four lots of uh four wheelbarrow fulls of um well rotted manure uh put that in the bottom of the box before i put any um proper compost in and so that took me up to probably lunchtime then i came in and now i've just been is what i've been doing just now is um the beef we had yesterday i am now putting it in a uh, hot, uh, in the slow cooker with a whole load of vegetables and everything which will make a nice um, slow cooked beef stew for another day we won't have beef again tonight so but I'll cook it today and then either and then I'll probably freeze it for another day um, I just had a delivery uh, of free to roam chicken that just arrived um, so I was stocking up on that and uh, yeah so we've got chicken tonight uh, chicken thighs actually which I love because they I think they're tastier than any other bit of the chicken um so yeah I've been busy doing that and uh yeah I wanted well, basically wanted to get I had to get the other stuff done before I did the what I wanted to do and then when I'd done what I wanted to do I'd get more stuff done that I have to get done <laughs> you see what I mean so I was planning on going out and picking um runner beans but it started raining again but it keeps clearing up so um once i have my cup of tea i may be able to get back out there and do that hopefully i did also make uh, a little bit of time um less than 10 minutes really uh to collect some walnuts and some hazelnuts um the reason it took less than 10 minutes is because i think the squirrels nearly wiped us out and to be honest i should have uh, gone round a lot earlier but i just didn't have the time um i did find sort of a quarter of a bucket of walnuts on the floor which i've collected up but the hazelnuts are uh, very uh, thin on the ground if you like normally i can shake the tree and loads of hazelnuts fall out with nothing so um the squirrels have absolutely stripped those bare almost of I've got less than a handful, really, of hazelnuts. But that's fine. I mean, a lot of years I end up with bucketfuls and I, I honestly don't know what to do with them all. So I feel like... I feel compelled, if you like, to, to gather them. But um, then when I've got them all, I think I don't know what to do with them. And I do sell a few, but, you know, only a few. Not People don't really... Uh, everybody likes their things shelled these days, which I think that's a lot of work. I'm not going to do that for them. Um, so I haven't got very many this year. However, I still have some in the freezer from last year, so I'm not too worried about that. I did think one year I would try and make, um, you know, chocolate spread, but hey, chocolate and hazelnut spread. But uh, I've never actually got around to that yet. Don't know how hard that would be or easy. So yeah, I, uh, I've got a few nuts which I now have to uh, take the husks off of the walnuts and 
uh, give them a, well, I generally wash them in white vinegar otherwise the shells start to go all mouldy and that creeps in through into the nut so into the nut meat so uh, you have to do that to keep them stable for the year if you like um, so yeah I did do that as well so make a bit of time for that but I haven't actually done as much foraging for things like that as I would have liked to this year just because I haven't had a time this month so uh, as always next year each year uh, come this time of year you always end up um, with different things in each year is different you know last year we had no apples no cooking apples at all and so uh, this year I've got loads but I've not had any raspberries at all this year and now uh, I've got not a lot of nuts so um, you know and I think on the vegetable front it's been quite difficult if I'm honest although having said that I you know there are things are growing and I have been sort of like gathering them or picking them and freezing them or doing whatever I'm going to do to them so probably got more in the freezer than I actually think I have it's just as you're doing it on a daily basis it often doesn't seem like a lot once I've got my storeroom up and running um no pressure John he's already under pressure to get this this radiator sorted in the sitting room and get the wall plastered which I think he's going to do tonight um then well, we've still got the side of the building to do and I wanted to get that done before winter because that needs insulating which will obviously save us money on the heating that way um so yeah there's, there's only there's only so many hours in John's day as well so uh, sometimes it's quite hard work trying to get everything done within a time frame mind you has had all summer hasn't started it but that's another story um so yeah so some years and I think that's good really I think it's good that you know different years you end up with different um produce because that sort of keeps you on your toes It'd be quite boring if year on year on year you had the same thing to use it keeps the mind going can keep thinking what can i do with this what should i do with that how can i use this uh, what can i substitute for that you know all the time so um yeah, it's part of part of growing your own stuff really you don't you do some things you do have and some things you don't have and uh, I suppose that's different to when you go to the supermarket and it's always there because um, I won't buy things that I have got I can grow even if they didn't grow that year I'll, I won't buy them in the supermarket usually <laughs> unless I really 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 want them I really have to I'll just use whatever else I got so so yeah this year it's uh, apples are plenty um, not any raspberries uh, but uh, each year, as I said, is always different, um, which I think is quite nice in the long run. It's Wednesday morning, quarter to nine. Um, the weather yesterday got steadily worse. Early, at times we had bursts of torrential rain um i sat there in the, you know thinking our weather is definitely changing i don't recall really torrential rain bursts like we are having um at the minute i know we've had quite a lot of unseasonably warm weather which probably accounts for <clears throat> the way the rain is uh just just pouring down at times um 
But as I, I recall that, you know, you used to have rainy days, but it was always steady rain. But we do get absolutely torrential downpours uh, lately, which is uh, what happened yesterday. So I uh, didn't get anything else done outside. Um, John came home and we decided um, that he probably wouldn't plaster the wall because uh, that means you've got to keep going in and out, you know, to... Uh, mix up the plaster it's it's damp already outside you don't really want damp on the walls inside so uh he's going to try again tonight when it's hopefully um uh, hopefully it looks like it's going to be a better day today already the sun's out so yeah that's uh that's um what happened yesterday <laughs> not a lot really uh i did uh, the beef that i had cooked um on monday the roast joint i then chopped up and I did make beef casserole and this morning I've just um sort of sorted it all out and I've ended up with four portions of beef stew so there I just use the small like the small takeaway um foil things you get your rice in that size unless you have a big size of rice obviously but the the I use those and uh, so they sort of do a portion um so if I'm grabbing it for John I'll just grab one and if I want one as well I'll grab two but uh, so I did so I've got four portions of beef stew I also sliced up the rest of the beef um, and I vacuum packed it uh, so I've got sliced beef in the freezer vacuum packed as well so that piece of beef um, you know has done us well provided and, it, and you know you can do that provided you do take the time and effort to uh to use it all properly and not not waste it the chicken thighs that we had last night john had a kind of a spring chicken pot which i made for him but i made um i used some butternut squash and i made a chicken and butternut squash tikka type um curry so i used uh tin tomatoes as well which sounds like an odd combination it actually tastes really nice and i just um i had a nan bread that i'd got a couple of weeks ago, I had you know coming back to two, and I had one for a curry back then, and I saved one in the freezer, so I had one of those with it. So I, did, I didn't bother having rice with it; I just had the the naan with it. And this morning, I've just um, uh, boxed up two more portions, so I've got two extra portions of that, which to go in the freezer, which uh, which is great. So this morning, I've now got six lots of um, dinner for another day that can go in the freezer, which is. Uh, kind of what I like to do really um <clears throat> I the, the thing I was thinking about yesterday is that I when I bought the vacuum packer I thought oh, you know I, I got it out and <laughs> to be fair me and Shelly got it out the first day or the first time we thought we'll have a go at this and <laughs> we could not get it to to suck out the air at all it was like we don't know what we're doing wrong but we couldn't get to do it anyway I've since read the instructions <laughs> and we managed I managed to work out how it works and uh initially I did think oh you know maybe I wasted my money on this because I'm not sure it's going to be a much use for me but I the more I use it the more I think this is an amazing thing because the um the life and the quality of the food that you you're packing uh, is going to you know is going to last a lot longer it doesn't get frosted in the freezer and the quality is exactly the same as when you uh you know, you put you vacuum packed it so you don't get all those ice crystals forming that then burst and um destroy the structure of whatever it is you've packed. So 
yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite, uh, I'm quite glad I bought it now. And I think it will probably be my go-to way of storing stuff. I actually did think as I was packing these stews up, I probably should have vacuum packed it, which would have been better. But then I have to, you have to freeze it first, otherwise you'd crush the potatoes because they're obviously already cooked and the, and the swede and the parsnip that went in there. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I have been doing. I um, also uh, ordered um, some nutritional yeast flakes because I, I think some of the things I, I like to do, especially when it's raining, is I will go and just look up things, what, you know, um, research things, skim through things. A lot of times I'll skim through uh like lost ways you know so lost arts really of of um most of these come on the american sites but homesteading is what they would call it but small holding self-sufficiency and um i I was looking at one recipe or a a thing for making your own bullion cubes and i looked at the ingredients and i thought well i've got all of those um because i've dried onion powder and garlic powder and i've got dried herbs here and all I actually needed was nutritional yeast. And I can make my own bullion cubes. And you can either wrap them in foil, like you get them, you know, you get your stock cubes come from the shop, or you can freeze them. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm going to have a go at those and see, and see uh, how they turn out, which is uh, cause good, one good way to use it. Because I do dry quite a lot of herbs, and I do end up with them still sat on the shelf a lot of the time in the following year because I've only used a tiny bit of them through the year. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a go at that and see see how they work out, wait for that to come. I'm not sure what's on today's agenda yet. I do have to go out and check the vegetables. I couldn't get out there to pick the beans and that yesterday. It's obviously um, drier today, so I will go out. Um, <clears throat> we've had quite a bit of rain, so potentially there'll be courgettes and that to pick. Uh, things like that but um yeah probably a bit of a scout out around I would like to try and get out into the lane and pick some raspberries uh, blackberries if I can because I've only I've just got one tub full but um be quite nice to have a few more and I was also when I was looking at lots of um different things that that you know you can get dried blackberries and dried berries and you know bagfuls and I thought well actually I'll probably could dry my own I'm not quite sure how blackberries would turn out to me I think they'd be very hard but I guess if you rehydrate them when you use them I don't know we'll see in which case you might as well just freeze them and use them like that when you get them out so but we'll see um yeah so those are sort of on my on my agenda today at some point no doubt there'll be 101 other things that will crop up in the meantime I just thought well uh while I was sat down having a cup of coffee, I might talk about the wider world at the minute. Um, obviously, if you have watched the news, uh, probably anywhere in the world, you will see that we are having um, problems with fuel here. We don't have a fuel shortage. Um, we just have lots of uh, idiots panic buying the fuel. <laughs> we, um, it, My brother... Uh, it lives in Australia. He sent a news clipping through, you know, a link to a news clipping, and it said that, uh, you know, the UK was in a crisis point. 
um, due to many things. It doesn't feel like that when you're living here. When Yes, there are people queuing uh, for fuel, but I have, you know, people have said the people in front of them, you know, put £13 in their tank just to top it up. Well, that's just idiocy, you know, what what is the actual point of that? Um, John had half a tank of fuel uh, on the Friday when this all kicked off. So he was all right. And he said, well, you know, if I run out of fuel, I just won't go to work. That's fine for us. We um, we spent years uh, building up a resilience, self-resilience, if you like, so that, you know, if he didn't couldn't go to work, well, he just doesn't go. And that's that's all there is to it. Uh, the same, you know, it's one of the same reasons why I I like self sufficiency, self reliance, self resilience. It's uh, it's um the better way to be. And then you just watch all the, you know, the lemmings uh, doing their thing, um, <laughs> and it makes you laugh because you think you know you you're just uh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy the way the human mind uh, panics and just buys whatever they think they're going to need you know and I've said before at the end of the day where do you think you're going to go you know why are you filling up a tank full of fuel where are you going with all this fuel and then you know on the Sunday you still see people out uh you know riding around on their jollies so they've got no uh, real concern about not having any fuel if they're out using it for uh recreational purposes and obviously they do if they need to get to work and they've got no fuel that's different but uh you know you still see people out and about in their cars um but it's just yeah that's what's happening in the uk i mean we don't have a fuel shortage we just have too many people um stockpiling it which uh which is crazy um (laughs) oh it's just the, the human mind the human mentality is uh sometimes just baffles me just about what is important and what's not so that's what's going out on in the wider world it well in the uk we're not at crisis point everything seems very normal yes we have a few um <clears throat> sort of empty shelves of things uh, because you know the logistics we we've got a shortage of uh, hdv drivers um but so has, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, that's, you know, that's Brexit, that's Brexit. But so have a lot of Europe. Europe have got a massive shortage of HDV drivers, not just us. So it's not, it's not Brexit. Uh, we've, I was reading a, or watching a, a report on the shortage of, there's going to be a shortage of turkeys for Christmas uh, because they haven't got the cheap labour coming in from the European, Eastern European countries to, to do the work that you know needs to be done i i you know kind of sit on the fence there i don't years ago i was saying that my dad you know they worked he worked as a farm laborer years ago when he was younger and um in the winter they went to the local turkey farm and plucked the turkeys and um my brother-in-law who was next generation he did the same it come winter when work slowed down on the buildings or whatever you went to the turkey farm and you plucked turkeys People no longer want to do that anymore. Uh, I don't know if it's beneath them or they just haven't got the time, don't care. But anyway, either way, uh, I, there is there would be the labour here. They just don't want to do it. So, you know, uh, and I don't know, We eat something else that, you know, 
we don't have you don't have to eat turkey it's not even our it's not even our traditional bird to eat at christmas our traditional bird here is goose um so we don't even have to i don't know that the turkey is an import uh from the usa and it's not even our traditional bird to eat at christmas so um if you can't find a turkey find something else that's exactly what we will do we won't i won't i probably won't even bother going looking for a turkey um i'll just we'll just have something that we've already got and it will be a feast a midwinter feast as i like to call it that will be just as fantastic without a turkey as it would uh with one so yeah these are the things that are happening at the minute it's, it seems like it's chaotic and crisis and doom and gloom, but actually when you live in here, it's just, you know, just normal. It's just, everything just feels very normal, apart from sometimes you can't get this or sometimes you can't get that. And there are massive queues at the fuel stations at the minute. It's uh, nearly one o'clock and uh, I've just uh, made a cup of tea. <laughs> How unusual, that's when I generally say, tend to talk when I sat down making a cup of tea and I've got time to think. So this morning has been one of those days where I bombing around doing bits but don't really seem to have amassed a great uh, list of things to tick off the to-do list. Um, I have spent a pleasant hour or so out foraging for bits and pieces for my... Um, for my uh, flower arranging group next week so we've had to um go around finding dried heads you know dead heads and sticks with lichen on and anything from you know the fields and hedgerows and dead bits in the garden ready to do our thing next week so uh also i thought i better look at the list and see what else i needed so i needed a work box um which I thought, why well, I've got one of those plastic hold all, you know, plastic things in the shed. When John's mum died, there seemed to seem to have loads. You know, the, the plastic hold things, and they've got two compartments down the side and then a handle in the middle. Well, they're great for putting tools and that in. I've got one under the kitchen sink with all sorts of bits in, but I knew I had a spare one, so I went out and got that, cleaned that up. Found out all the bits that I um, had ordered, uh, like wire and some wire cutters and some tape. Put that in there, like I know what I'm doing <laughs> with it, and um, so now I and then I thought I know we used to have a for the wood, we used to have a, a like a canvas wood bag, so I thought, right, I'll use that to put all the um, you know, the flowers and dead material and that all in when I carry that, so that keeps that all safe. And now I just need a or oh, I needed a bag to put all the rubbish in, and I need a table cover which I got one out the back somewhere I'll go and have a look but like I guess it needs to be wipeable or something washable table cover to work on so I've got all that together I've got all my bits hanging up drying I've got loads of dry stuff I might go out and do some more foraging another time but I'm not actually sure what I'm doing <laughs> so <laughs> what kind of things I need I did have a list of the sort of things I need to be gathering but whether I've gathered the right kind of things or not I, I don't know time will tell so, uh, yeah, I spent quite a nice bit of time doing that. I The reason I'm in my uh, office come workroom is because I brought it all in here to sort of store it. And I'm looking around and I really need to get and tidy this up in here. Um, I've only started the podcast sort of um, 
beginning of the year, earlier, but uh, basically last, um, just after Christmas it was, uh, we had an office that was a general dumping ground. Um, it had been it had been used properly as an office uh, when John had the limited company, but since I don't have to do that anymore, um, it's it's generally just became a dumping ground. And so last uh, just after last Christmas, we uh, gutted it all, and and I mean gutted it. We had to take the floor out and everything because the floor had gone rotten in here. Uh, remembering we're in a wooden building, and. Um, Basically, we gutted it all, put in new floor. Uh, John plastered it, plasterboarded the walls because they were only half done and uh, plastered it, painted it, decorated it and uh, built in special uh, shelving unit and desk area and a big cupboard for all my stuff. So it's a beautiful room. It's in a beautiful grey colour. I've got grey um, wallpaper on the walls with hairs on and, you know, like... Um, dandelions that have flowered and you know the dandelion clock type so that type of thing is absolutely lovely in here and I love being in here um I don't get to spend much time in here in the summer however because I'm usually busy outside spring and summer but winter it will be my place that I work in quite a lot and I in the run-up to Christmas last year, I started um, making cards f with upside with uh, buttons because when again when John's mum died, mum's died, uh, sorry, mum died, that she had boxes and boxes of buttons, and I thought, what can I do with these? I don't really want to just chuck them away. So I started making cards, and they sold, and um, so I was quite chuffed about that. So then I, in Valentine's Day, I made Valentine's cards, and uh, I made birthday cards, and they've been selling really well. So come well, in a couple of weeks' time, a few weeks' time, when the night's drawy and I shall be in here making cards. Um, I've also got my sewing machine in here. Uh, all kinds of paraphernalia for things I like to have a go at, a bit of lino cutting. Um, yeah, so and now it will become my flower arranging room as well, no doubt. So uh, I, I can see I'm going to spend quite a lot of time in here. But that's fine because it's a lovely room. And it, it holds the temperature really well as well. So it's nice and warm in here all the time. So, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. In between that, I've had a couple of deliveries. The big radiator has been delivered. Um, a postman had a delivery and we stopped for a little chat. My sister came and picked some bits and pieces up. So we had a quick chat. So there's that, that's how the morning's gone. Things have been happening, but just not massive amount has been achieved really apart from I'm almost ready for my flower arranging next week which I'm mightily looking forward to even if I don't have a clue what I'm doing. <laughs>